Hi, you're listening to the TL Podcast. My name is Thomas Lehuang, and I am interviewing someone who seems ordinary, but who is achieving extraordinary things. That is the quest of this interview. Good afternoon, Stephen. How are you doing? Great, thanks, Thomas. How's yourself? Uh, excellent, mate. It's been a week now since we uh, received our awards for 2020. And I was um, so, so excited to sit down with you and discuss about your, not, not only your finalist and nomination, but especially your wins. Yep, thank you. It was been a crazy week, really. How, how was that? How did, that, how did you take that uh, to get a trifecta? Wow, it's a to- total surprise. I mean, there was some really, really tough competition in that same bracket. So, yeah. I mean, to win one award was a big surprise, let alone to take a second and a third. So, I mean, it was just awesome for that to happen. Did you have a doubt, though? I have a doubt that I would take three. Yeah. I, I didn't even know that I was going to take one. So, of course, <laughs> I had a doubt I would win three. A lot of people go, hold on, it's not possible to win those three, but really it is possible to win way more than three, right? It is. I mean, a- anything is possible. But those three, to me, uh, represent something. So, so first of all, there was the Bobby Joe Award. Yes. And that's uh, uh, about your resilience. It's about your get up and go. Uh, whether it is you going out there and help people and in order to get other people to uh, win or feel better or actually take advantage of something. And the, the reason I'm saying this, I'm thinking while you're doing this, but one year, for example, we were doing a charity and we didn't have the right ABN in order to work as a charity then. And you somehow just asked, I think your Rotary Club? The Lions Club. Richard the Lions, Lions Club. Club, yeah. Yes, to sponsor and, and, and do something for us. But in counterparts, they wanted to, you to join. That's right. It's been now four years and you're still there, aren't still you? Still there, yes. And you're still d- doing your job, which is I'm not joining you in order to get this. Four years down the road, I'm, I'm really an active member in doing certain yep. things. Yep. And, and I think that that's the Bobby Joe kind of spirit is that you go out there and do whatever it takes, but then along the way, you get new duties, new responsibility, and you carry on with them. But that's what life's about. I mean, if we're not out there to make it better for everyone, I mean... We're making it better for the world, but we're also making it better for our friends and our families and the people who we work with. I yes. mean, it's becoming a better world, so you've got to keep trying for that. Then we had the George and Trisha Butcher Award, and that one there was about the ability to just uphold the highest values. And to me, it's a tough one because when things are tough, especially in a COVID year, it is very easy to stray away from values. It is very easy, as I've seen in 2020, it's very easy to go back to selfishness, to think about ourselves. And if we didn't get more, well, now we're going to retaliate and try and get more. You went the opposite, that direction. Then we had the ambassador, which is representing a person who upholds all of these qualities that it takes to carry the flag, if you will. I mean, even at the Olympics, there might be... 200 athletes there's one that somehow has been chosen to carry the flag it's it's a great honor to carry the flag maybe it's honor because on a battle zone you die first but in our field it is not the case right yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't matter I, I mean there's a chance of anything happening but it's still that honor of doing it and and honor of being able to see that the right thing's done along the way yeah 
the, the ambassador for me, it's almost the kind of symbol of a person who I would know would look after the organization should anything happen to myself or Veronique, right? Well, let's hope that doesn't happen. No. But you, and you know, if, if that was the case, I, I would be right up there stepping into whatever we've got to do and, and ensuring that you know everyone's looked after. That's nice. So let's ask you now, what's the difference between your win and the people who wish they could win? Well, I think there's there's two sorts of people who wish they could win. They're the ones who were also finalists, yep. who I think it was so close. I, I was glad I didn't have to be a judge and, and, and vote on any of those because I think they were equally, and in some cases I think better people, but, it, you know, there was obviously the combination came that it, it went my way and, 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 and became the winner. But the people who, I guess wish they could do it it's the difference of probably really living those values and virtues that you mentioned um, I mean I know people who talk to me and go oh, I'd love to get that award what would I have to do it to get it and it's not really a matter of what would I have to do some of these things are built into you uh, when I first started my business myself back in 1991 my mum worked around the corner in the news agency and I always did the right thing I was brought up by you know my mum and dad to be a good person but I always built my business and my culture of my business on doing the right thing and that if I did do the wrong thing, someone would walk around the corner to the news agency, tell my mum in, in front of a shop full of customers and absolutely embarrass her. <laughs> and that was how I built up the business that I do. So wanting to become someone like that is someone that you don't necessarily just become overnight. It's really been bred into you and built into you. But you can do it. Um, but it's a matter of not just changing one or two things. I mean, it's really, it's nearly a lifestyle to live like that and just have have those values and virtues that nothing can change. They're just right. set in stone. And if they change, it's because they get stronger or, or firmer. That's the only way they change. Wow, that's quite nice. Because I was going to ask you the question, I mean, is, is it something that one can learn or is it someone that, one is born with these qualities what, what is it to because those three have got one thing in common and and the quality that those three awards have got in common is a lot of compassion a lot of empathy and compassion so is it something you're born with to or is it something you develop over time i know you talked about your mom but what if you didn't have the seed i think you can anything can be taught um it obviously depends on the student and sometimes the teacher but I do believe it can be taught. Um, I don't think I was necessarily born with it, um, but I think it, it came from watching my mum and dad and watching the values that they believed in and, and, the, and the values that they instilled in us when we were young of the difference between right and wrong and what to do. So, I mean, my sister is very, very similar in nature to me and, you know, they, they've got their own, just started their own church and so th they're doing a lot of the same things just in a different way and a different field. But So two out of two ended up with those same values. So maybe it is slightly bred into you, but I think it was just something we were taught along the way. And you, I think anyone could probably learn it if they sort of you know chose to go down that path. How are those qualities then um, impact on, um, on your business, your team? Um, well, it's probably like I said in the speech, I'll probably never become the number one salesperson um, because you don't 
not knocking the people who are number one, but number one, you just go, go, go all the time. That that's that's all you're really looking for. Right. So, do I have a profitable business? Yes, I've got four of them. But are they the top businesses in the group? No, probably not, because there are levels that you either don't want to go to, not because they're wrong, but because it could be pushing people harder than you want to push them. So sometimes my sales team could probably get it a little bit easier than you know some of the other sales teams because I do worry about their families and I do worry about them and I sort of will sometimes want to put the brakes on a little bit before them. So right. it does probably affect your business. But having said that, if you've got the right values and virtues and you're doing the right thing by people, the business comes into you anyway. Right. So it's not necessarily a loss. And I don't think it is really a loss. I think you, you probably could be number one and still do it. I just probably find I maybe don't want to be number one, but I just find that I value a lot of those other things more and will put the time and the energy into those rather than making that extra call or doing that extra listing or whatever's taken. Right. So what would be those things that you value more? I mean, just to name a few. Look, it's family, right. it, it's people, um, it's people in general. Uh, I mean, we just had a situation in the last week where I found out that one of our tenants, that the property is about to go for sale, is, is, is due to have a baby in 10 weeks. So I've spoken to the owner about how we maybe adjust when that marketing might commence because she didn't really have a deadline. Um, just because I know that, you know, we put it on the market in two weeks and it sells in the first two weeks, that poor tenant could be moving out um, while she's in labour. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that's the right thing. So, and, and do I know that person? Never met them my, personally until last week. But do they matter to me? Yes, because they're another human being and they're another person. And something I'm about to do that didn't have to happen right then could be delayed. And that's how we sort of look at everything. Yes, um, it, It's the person who, you know, you drops something at the shops and yes we might be worried about catching covid but if they can't bend over and they're a bit older and you've got to you know slip in under a trolley and help them pick it up or whatever you just do those things you yes. just know and you teach your family your staff your children everyone to to do that so what you're talking about is the balancing act between the pursuit of peak performance with quality of life, yes, isn't it? And there's nothing wrong. Some people would want to go just for big performance, no matter what. And others would only create a business because they just want quality of life. Yes. When you get to balance it, meaning you push performance to a high level, but never at the expense of quality of life, then I think that is, to me, the optimum level of a business. You have to be, yes. sure. And in order to do that, you really need the quality of compassion because you you have to see way before your salesperson is exhausted yeah you have to look at things and comprehend that your property manager is getting to a point where they really need help now way before they even ask for help but you also have to have that relationship with their families because sometimes it's the families who are going to give you the hint that yeah. they're reaching that point because they can hide it from everyone, but you generally can't hide it from your partner. And having that relationship with them that they'll even go, hey, listen, you know, uh, maybe I, I don't know if you're aware of this, but, or, hey, I've heard this idea and, 
you know sometimes it comes from them so yeah. it, it it involves everyone it, it's it's a whole family event and everyone should have that feeling that they can speak up if they need to and yes. approach someone so yes so you have your team members at your place we have in the past probably yeah. not as regular as we should have yeah. um but it's something we've with certainly... COVID has been a bit more It was definitely it? harder last year, but yeah. we've sort of started this year already mm-hmm. um, and we've got plans to do that again. We've sort of... And, 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 and I must say, having a very supportive partner in Lisa makes that a I lot easier. I was going to get there. Yeah. You, you jumped that question. <laughs> but it's true. And it's, and it's something because of that reason, because, you know, she's even planning with me now who, who should come next. And, she, you know, I've seen that person. So... Having met someone who I am so similar to, it's like having a second me out there because she'll often pick up yeah. before I've had the chance to go, hey, I think we should talk to this person or, hey, do you want to run by and, and have a chat to them? So it's like, I say, a second set of eyes out there for me. Um, but having that support to have people home, I mean, there's you know times in my life where having a staff member even come to our front doorstep was an imposition, not by my choice, but yep. that, that was the situation I was in. Yes. So to be able to welcome any of your, the team or their family or anyone into your home it, it is just such a blessing. I wanted to also ask you because I, I saw what happened at Kickstart this year. Right at the end of Kickstart, a lot of people just had to go back to their office and a lot of people had to go home to their family. You somehow just stayed back and got your business partners to really stay back for one more day. And there were things that you really did with them. That was the beginning of really getting closer. Right? Every single time that there is an event, I think you take advantage to just build the bridge even more stronger. So can you share with us what did you do the, uh, that night? What did you do the next day with these people? Well, we've, we've got two sets of partners. We've got the, the Richmond and Penrith partners, but then we've got the Port Macquarie and Foster partners. So yeah. it's, it's a lot easier for Richmond and Penrith because they get to see me every day. We're a lot closer. We live closer. So I need to always take advantage of Port Macquarie and Foster teams that when I can be closer to them and spend some time with them, we do that because they, they don't sit by me every day like the others do. So... We had a dinner on the Tuesday night after Kickstart finished. Yes. And it was a fun dinner as well, but there were certain things we talked about and some decisions we made at the same time. Then we had breakfast again on Wednesday morning. And once that was finished, we, we sat, uh, sat down and had a bit of a planning meeting and putting some of the work that we'd done through Kickstart into play. And then we made a series of videos about what Kickstart involved and then, unbeknown to them, we interviewed a couple of the winners and the finalists that we had as well yes. from, from our management team, and yes. we did some videos on them. Um, so it was just, which was great, because we've just spent some money on buying some nice new audio equipment to make our videos good quality, because if you're going to do it, you should do it right. Yes. Um, so that was a good chance to immerse them into how easy it is to use this new equipment, but at the same time, get them out of their comfort zone to start talking. And each of them all had the opportunity to stand in front and be the camera person as well as being the, the interviewer and then, of course, get interviewed. So they were so comfortable with it, they can now take that back to our team and, and do the same thing. So it was just a great chance to spend time with them and, and realise that we're all equal and we're all the same people. And 
that's the importance of my team. It doesn't matter whether you're the biggest shareholder, the smallest shareholder or the newest person in our team, you all have an equal voice and an equal chance to be involved in, in our future. Yes. What, one of the uh, things that I remembered even from reading my own journal during the course was that people will always forget what you say to them, even the kind words, the compliments when they need one or the comfort. People will always remember the great actions you did for them, the gift, you, 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 the, 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 the time that you spend around them when they're down, the time when they have issues and you had to go and uh, s- somehow do some kind of salvation, if we, you call it, or rescue. Yes. But people will never forget the way you make them feel. And I think that if there is one thing that you do way, way better than me is the way you make people feel is through your kindness, where sometimes maybe I'm the brutal kind of guy. I, I don't mean it to be this way, but the delivery is definitely more brutal. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, 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 I think you're a bit harsh on yourself, really, <laughs> in saying that. I mean, I'm never much of a compliment person, you know, to, to have to give someone a compliment Sometimes it comes naturally, sometimes I have to think of it because I know that particular person will run way more on a compliment than they will on right. me making them how they feel. So everyone's different. But it's, again, it's just letting everyone feel important. I mean, everyone's different. They all need to feel important for different things or they need to feel that kindness or that love or the warmth that you've got to offer. But you just know what each person wants and sometimes you're wrong and I've, I've had to re-look at how someone responds because I'm not wasn't really getting through to them but then you realize what their trigger point is and what makes them happier and you then tailor it to them I mean we spend more time unfortunately you and I both work with our, our partners so it's a lot easier than most people but for the average person they spend more time with the people at work than they do with the people at, with, right. at home right so they need to be our family, they need to feel comfortable and they need to feel valued and loved and supported at the same time. I mean, there's some people listening to this who'll be saying, ah, oh, really, do I care? This, I don't work with people, people work for me. I create the business so that the business can make money for me. I really don't care about the human factor. You know, one, one of the documentary that I watched lately was about uh, Diego Maradona. And in many ways, it was a sad story because he was actually used by people more than we thought. We thought that he was the, the villain, mm. but he was being used and probably abused in, in such a way that he auto-destruct himself. Mm. So what if people were saying to you, really, do I want to be the one who would work so I can get Bobby Joe or Ambassador or George and Trisha Butcher? I just want a business that makes money for myself. Those people, in many ways, have got the right to think that way, but in they need to understand that we're building them very different businesses. That's right. Isn't it? Yep. In, in, in on the one hand, you're building a business where you treat people as if they're family. Now, in counterpart, they have to treat you as if you're family too. But on the other hand, those people would have a business where it's dog-eat-dog, mercenary, vultures kind of um, mindset where you break values to get your ways, 
and it's a very different kind of uh, business we build. Yeah, and I have to agree with that. I mean, you know, our team, our newest team member has been with us for two years. Yes. Th then after that, it sort of jumps to like three and, th and then five and there's plenty of people up to the long service leave bracket. And if they're happy, they stay. Yes. If they're not happy, then they start looking around or they're easily... I mean, my team have on numerous occasions have told me that someone's tried to approach them and offer them more money or a, a better terms and conditions. Yeah. And they say, before they tell me, we're not even considering this. But And that's the sort of... Again, that's just a byproduct of the fact that you just want to be nice to people. Yes. I don't do any of this because I want to try to hold my people there longer. I'd love anyone who wants to go, they can fledgling and do something better, let them go. Yes. But if you're nice to people and it keeps them there, it makes life. I mean, you, you know, as you well know, I, I don't like conflict. So to build a business, build around conflict and, yes. and uh, thou shalt do this and thou shalt do that, I, I don't want to have a business like that. I can do conflict when I need to, yep. but, you know, that's not me to do that. So to, to build a business that has all those virtues and the values that you can show people and has everyone happy at the same time, it just makes sense to me and, yeah. and promotes people to stay longer and, and feel part of your team and valued, then why not? What's in 2021? I mean, you've done five times ambassadors in a row, <laughs> you've done trifectas, you... What's in 2021? Well, look, 2021 is a very, very big recruiting year for us. We've yes. already hired some people. I think we're up to four people so far um, that are due to come on board within the next month or so um, and that we're not stopping there. So I think for us, and, and especially for me, I would certainly like to see that we could start moving towards the office of the year, pro probably the leader of the year. Um, I'd love to see our property management team come up as, um, you know, property management team of the year again. Um, but I think seeing some of my people achieve, I mean, some of them now after seeing my wins and, and the finalist of a couple of other wins of a couple of other people in our team is that it's not out of the reach for any of them. Right. So, so to see them be able to blossom and get nominated for an award and then become a finalist and, and, and even then go win it, yes. that, that is more exciting than me winning an award. That's so kind, so nice of you. Mate, I thank you very, very much and congratulations again on your win. Thank you.